We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Bart Winkler Show. No, no, no theme music yet. No theme music. That's the uh, clip, though, that Luke Fickle's Twitter account keeps playing. Oh, my God. This is the most fun thing ever. I'm sincere. This is the most fun thing ever. Every time there's like a new announcement of a recruit or a transfer, he puts out this video, doesn't say anything. It's like the bat signal. And then maybe 30 minutes later, you find out who it is. This is this. They have not played a game. All right, outside of the bowl game, outside of the bowl game, since the bowl game, no game. Since the bowl game, no game, no game. Best Badger time ever. You know what I'm trying to say. This has been great. It's been so fun. The hypey's getting in the program. It's just been fun. It's just been fun. Which brings me to Packer fans once again out dumbing themselves. So I throw the clip up the other day. We had the conversation, Paul Engmig and Tim Shea and I, about that. And my my thought is, and I'll reiterate, this was the worst case scenario for Rodgers' career that he could have had in Green Bay. If you're going to draft Rodgers and he's going to sit behind Favre for three years and he's going to be, you know, there's an injury here or there, but relatively good health for 18 years, the worst case scenario is you walk away with one Super Bowl. Of course you're going to walk away with one Super Bowl. You have Aaron Rodgers. You stick Rodgers on the Browns. You stick Rodgers on the Texans. You stick him on the then Redskins. Rodgers, having Rodgers is going to win you a Super Bowl. I believe it. Bears, Lions, Vikings, I believe it. He will give you a Super Bowl. You get 18 years of Rodgers, you get a Super Bowl. That's the deal. You want to debate that? Go ahead. That's where I'm coming from. So then ignore the other teams, the Packers themselves, what we think is a nicely run organization. I criticize Rodgers a lot. I think a lot of the last couple of years, them not winning is on him. But I'm not a fool to think that the Packers are not the culprit either. You think the Packers are such a a successful organization? You think they're so great? What other organization talked about, oh, well, we have silos between the coach and the GM and the nobody. McCarthy, remember when he did his 
I'm calling plays one week, then I'm not. Now I am this little carousel. Dysfunctional. The whole exit of McCarthy. Massages. Roger. Dysfunctional. Having Julius Peppers tell Morgan Burnett to go down. Dysfunctional. Hanging on to DCs too long and special team coordinators too long. Doesn't matter who it was. McCarthy did it with Dom. LaFleur's doing it right now with Joe Barry. Dysfunctional. The Packers owe Rodgers. Okay? I'll say it. Rodgers, the the Packers should be thankful that Rodgers is good enough to give them one. Because they blew all the chances to get him another one. So what I'm saying is, well, yes, I'm done with Rodgers. I want off this ride. Uh, Please, I'm just so tired of it. Rodgers is not the only reason why they only have one Super Bowl. The defense used to be so terrible. I mean, if they even had this year's defense with this production, they would have won another one. So here's why it's a big deal. Here's why I'm, I'm rushing to talk about it once again. And by the way, big show. Zach Galb's on the show today. CBS Sports Radio. Looking forward to talking to Zach Attack. We did a playoff preview. I think the only thing uh, is we weren't sure what Tua's status would be. Looks like Tua's not playing. So keep that in mind. And Bucks, Hawks. So we'll have a recap of that too. And I guess Marquette, UConn, if you're nasty. Oh, also, thanks, Twitter. I guess I have gout. I was talking about how I've got all these different injuries. Like, my wrist really hurts for two days, and it goes away. And then my hip, my hip flexor strain I used to have when I played soccer goes away. So I'm like, uh, LOL, soccer injuries 20 years later, reunion week. And multiple people are like, no, dude, that's gout. And I looked up, how do you get gout? And it says, uh, drink too much and barely move. Well, fuck. I guess I have gout. So I'll deal with that. But uh, but thank you. Anyway, so then what I'm just what I, what I what I'm fighting with people over is they're trying to tell me that that's good enough. Okay, here I am thinking that it's the floor and it's worst case scenario, and people are telling me, but that's good enough. How are you complaining? You won a Super Bowl. You had a lot of winning records. Rodgers won four MVPs. First of all, Rodgers winning MVPs does nothing for me. I don't care. I don't, I, I, that's nice. I don't care. I don't care. But I'm saying they could have had more. And the backlash I'm getting isn't, no, no, they couldn't have. It's, why Why dare you ask for more? You're entitled. What? Why ask for more? Because I want more Super Bowls. Every year we root for a Super Bowl, do we not? And now all these people are trying to tell me that it's it, that's part of being a... Look, I'm so I'm so losing it at the I can't get can't the one thing that I'm supposed to be able to know how to do is talk. I can't I can't talk. Paul Emig puts out a poll. Good buddy. He says, You've won the Super Bowl. Remember that moment? I always talk about that moment. He's on the podium with Clay with the WWE belt. Quick aside, I don't know if they're selling the Saudi Arabia or not. I don't want to talk about it till I know. Because I was about as sad when I heard that they might do that as I was in the Packers loss, because that means WWE is over. 
So I'm sad the Packers season is over. But now if WWE's over, I'm then I'm very sad. So I'm not ready to talk about it yet. And I need to know what, what what's happening here. When that ink's dry, I'll talk about it. I'm very upset about that. So Paul says, take yourself back to that day. You know right then and there, you're told, all right, so you've won a Super Bowl. In the next 12 years, Rodgers will win four MVPs, and you'll win eight NFC North championships, and you'll go to a bunch of NFC championships, but you won't even get to another Super Bowl. Would you take that? So if you ask yourself, as they're celebrating a Super Bowl, and someone told you, all right, you like this, but in the next 12 years, you won't win a Super Bowl. 30% of the poll said they would take it. You would go into 12 straight years knowing you're not going to win a Super Bowl because the argument that we're getting in response is, but I'm a fan and I have no say. Holy fuck. Or, but it would have a lot of good times anyway. Look, I don't know about you, but we can go 11 and 5 until I'm fucking 80 years old and I croak. But that, uh, that's not going to be fun. And and in in essence, it's less fun. It's less fun because then you're always going 11 and five and you're always failing. I say this with the Brewers. It's, it's the Brewers. How come you guys are okay with the Packers going 11 and five or whatever and missing the playoffs? But now we're all turning on the Brewers for doing the exact same thing. Why do the Packers get the pass and the Brewers don't? I'm happy that the Brewers don't get a pass. But why are the Packers getting this pass? I don't understand it. A response to Paul was, how drunk were you when you posed this question? And what percent of the 71% do you think were drunk when they chose not being a Packers fan over being a Packers fan? How stupid are people? I'm a fan. I signed up for whatever from Tristan. What? Only one person responded with, Boy, if you told me all that stuff was going to happen, I'd say, how did we not get to another Super Bowl? Why don't we hold the Packers accountable? Why do we just, why do you, you know, the Brewers could serve you a filet mignon with all the fixings and the world's best salad, most delectable dressing, the greatest dessert. And you'd say, well, no, this should have been better. But with the Packers, they could serve you fucking... I'll say in and out garbage because that's what the game was talking about. Hey, bravo to the fucking game. Talking about in and out. In and out's going to Tennessee. We're still in Packer coverage, dog. Why am I the only one that talks sports around here? I'm fired up. I might not even publish this. If I publish this, that means I do not care. I just had to, it's like one in the afternoon, Wednesday, and I just, I have so much stuff to do, believe it or not, but I have so, like, I'm just heated about all the stuff I'm seeing on online. Just heated that Packer fans think it's okay to be satisfied. How do you not want more? Talk to Patriots fans. They won seven Super Bowls. They still want more. They still lament the ones they didn't win. And by the way, speaking of the Patriots, don't try to tell me, Oh, the Patriots skewed what success is. It's true. They did. They won a lot in a very short time. But don't use that as a Packer argument. How many times you're always like, oh, the Packers only won one, but the Patriots. How many times did the Patriots end the Packers season in the last 30 years? Fucking zero. Zero. 
So enough. All right. I got a Carl's Place voicemail uh, here. This is from Teacher Tom. Carl's Place voicemails, 402-915-BART. Check them out. Carl of ET, Carl with a C, of ET.com backslash BART. And there is a link on my Twitter where you can check out the golf simulators they have. And there will be a link, big announcement, at my soon-to-be-unveiled website. Uh, here's a voicemail from Tom. Hey, this is Teacher Tom. Um, I have a couple thoughts on the LeFleur and the coaching staff for next season. I definitely agree that LeFleur is scrappy-doo and that isn't the real leader. It doesn't have the guys playing for him, all the players like him. I'm sure he's a great offensive coordinator, play caller, yeah, but I don't know about a head coach. I like the idea of Hackett coming back, though. We had to a do what? Red zone offense the last three years. Hackett leaves, and now we have a terrible red zone offense. So bringing Hackett back couldn't hurt anything. Who's to say, who's to say that Adam Spinovich was an amazing offensive coordinator? He was a great O-line coach. But he was only an assistant online coach for a couple seasons before coming to Green Bay. So when did he become a great play caller? The offense was definitely stale this season. I don't know if that's all because Devontae was gone. And yeah, I'd love to see Joe Barry gone. I'm fine with LeFleur coming back. I don't love it, but I also know that did not going to change anything. Bye. Bye, Tom. Uh, LaFleur, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we better not bring Mike LaFleur here. Ugh. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand. I, I really don't understand it. I don't understand how I'm the crazy one here. How am I the bad guy? I look at the Packers last 30 years, 35 years. Ask anyone that works in the NFL, plays in the NFL, covers the NFL, watches the NFL. You give a team Favre and Rodgers back-to-back, and they each just get one Super Bowl? No one – you think Rich Eisen, you think Terry Bradshaw, you think uh, – God, I'm blanking on a bunch of people. Boomer Esiason, Marcellus Wiley, anybody. Why were those the four names that came to my head? I don't know. But anybody. They'll be like, well, no, you should, you should win at least one more. I mean, we're always so – everyone talks about how we're so blessed and we're so spoiled for great quarterback play. Well, we are, but we don't have – I mean, Rodgers and Favre is the same amount of Super Bowl wins as Brad Johnson and Nick Foles and Trent Dilfer. And everyone – you guys are telling me I'm just supposed to be okay with that because they made the playoffs a bunch of times, and it was fun. Look, maybe this is me being twisted, but I don't look back and say, oh, 2014, that's the year they won this game. I'm going to go back to 2014. 2014. 2014 Packers schedule. Help me out here, Wikipedia, because this is what it seems like you guys do. Instead of me being like, oh, fuck, that's the year we lost to Seattle. You're like, oh, no, but we beat the Jets in week two. Oh, remember that Remember that five-game win streak we had against Chicago, Philly, Minnesota, New England, Atlanta? That was fun. Remember when they beat Miami by a field goal? No. I don't remember any of that. I remember losing to Seattle in the NFC Championship game. Come on, you guys. Why? Why? It just doesn't make sense to me. 
It just doesn't make sense. We're not the question that Paul presented was 12 years ago, you were being told you're not going to win a Super Bowl in the next 12 years, but you'll have regular season success. And you are like, yes, sign me up. How? I don't get it. Maybe I'm just upset with this Green Bay franchise because me and Happy Place Hemp, we had this great idea. However many points they scored on Sunday was going to be how much percent off products were this week at happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. And we do 25% pretty consistently. And then they scored 16 points. Well, we can't lower it. So we're going to double it. 32%. That's like a third off whatever you put in your cart. Now you can go to College Court in Muskego, right across from Maddie's in New Berlin, across the street, different place, I guess. But you go there, you tell them about the Bart Winkler show. They'll give you the discount in person. Um, like night of four, night of four throughout the week is when they're open. Check their hours. Also, go online right from the comfort of your own home. A little keyboard shopping. Happyplacehemp.com. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. Right now, 32% off your orders throughout the week. Happyplacehemp.com. I need a gummy. I need a gummy to relax. Holy crap. I'm going to take I'm gonna take a THCO, take a nice nap, wake up in a few hours, pick up my son, and then take another one and watch the Bucks. You guys got me all worked out. I'm so worked up. You got me gout. I'm all fucking worked up. Zach Gelb, CBS Sports Radio next. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
Hey there, everyone. My name is Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I got Zach Gelb with us from the Zach Gelb Show, frequenter of Fourth Base. Oh, I love I love popping on 1215 hearing you talk Fourth Base, Gelby. My favorite restaurant in Milwaukee. And you yeah. took me there. So I, I can thank you for the endorsement for, for probably many reasons, honestly. I, I <laughs> yeah. I took you there and you paid. Did I? I think I used a gift card and then you paid like the next two dollars. Yeah, it was it was probably a little bit more than two dollars, but yeah, I do remember using a gift card and then probably out of the kindness of my heart, I said, Okay, I'll uh, pick up the remaining thirty-eight dollars and fifteen cents or something like that. Hey, I still can do it. Fourth base on national, just a pop fly from the ballpark. Check them out. Okay, so Zach Gelb, not only of the Zach Gelb show. It's in the movie Major League, by the way. It was in Major League. People how about that? That, that's forward. when you told me that you go, we're going to go to this place, fourth base. It's in the movie major league. And then it was love at first sight. Look at that. So uh, Zach Gelb show, obviously CBS sports radio, as everyone knows, and I on football and you do this on Sundays, you've been doing this on Sundays. So if I'm going to talk playoffs with anybody, you are not only watching it, but digesting it in a certain way. And the first thing I noticed about the playoffs is uh, the Packers aren't in it. God, Zach. Here we go. I'm just waiting for you to just start screaming about Aaron Rodgers. But if I know Bart the way that I think I know Bart Winkler, and don't get me wrong, folks, I do believe he will eventually have a freak out during this podcast. Either I will get it out of him or I won't have to do anything and he'll just start to rip his his uh, hair out of his, right off the top of his head as he's doing right now. Um, that was embarrassing. It really was, but I kind of feel as if you're just defeated at this point and you're just over all of the is Rogers coming back conversation. Because I don't know about you. I'm exhausted and I've only really been supporting Wisconsin sports so hard for like the last three or four years, but I'm exhausted. Well, then don't do it because I'll tell you what's going to happen. And my dumbass went to this game. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Is- Wait, you went to the game? Yeah. Against the Lions? I went, geez, man, that's rough, Bart. Saw it live. I, uh, did you actually go? I don't, I I, for some reason, I don't believe that you went. No, I went. I'll show you pictures of me being <laughs> sad. I will bring one up. Look at the difference. Bart with the Bucks. You, you led a charge for a world championship. Bart with the Packers. You attended a funeral. That's what you did. Now, this is on the video, obviously, but I am going to show Zach the picture. Uh, here's me at the game. Oh, yeah. That is sad, Bart. <laughs> Just <laughs> very sad. That's when Crosby missed the field goal because Crosby, I don't think he can kick anymore. But here's my two main things on the Packers. One, Rodgers. I don't like this guy. I've said that a lot. But he's going to do the will here, won't he, again. He did it immediately after he got off the field. Because then we're not talking that the Packers three straight years have lost an elimination game at home. I'm staying with the green screen in the background, I think. Wait, that piano wasn't actually yours? You had me fooled all along. I know. I'm sorry. I lied to you. Beethoven Bart. (laughs) So I'm mad at Rodgers because he's going to do this thing again. And we're not going to talk about his play. Also, he gets so much love and admiration in Wisconsin, which is fine. But he won you a Super Bowl 
12 years ago and we act like he won you four Super Bowls. I think that, so whatever, people know where I'm at at Rodgers. But what my offseason, like, hope is, is that I take all the rage and anger that I have towards Rodgers and direct that towards Matt LaFleur. Because I think this guy is maybe, now that Cliff Kingsbury got fired, the worst and most timid head coach in the league. And I do not understand how a franchise that had Vince Lombardi on the sidelines now has Matt LaFleur. Vince Lombardi would be like, you know, and Matt LaFleur is like, um, excuse me, sir, could you get on the way? I, I want to coach down there, please, sir. I'm, I just, that's, that's how I look at him. I don't like him as a coach. He's a fine man. But Brian you shouldn't Offer's voice your frustration all towards him because here's why. Don't get me wrong. I think the guy's an overrated coach. I got a lot of pushback when two years ago I didn't put him in my top 10 coaches in the league and I finally waved the white flag and put him in at number 10 this year and he will not be in my top 10 for next year. You look at the last three years, Bart, with how the season just ended for the Green Bay Packers. People blame LaFleur more than Rodgers for that game up against Tampa Bay. People blame the special teams against the 49ers um, more than Aaron Rodgers. This year, this is all on Rodgers. This is all on the offense for the way that that season ended on Sunday night where they lost 20-16. to So I know that you are fed up with Rodgers, but I think you should bitch about Rodgers a few more days before you get to LaFleur because Rodgers, as great as he is, has gotten a pass the two previous years when the season ended, which, oh, by the way, I don't need to remind you, he did nothing when he had the football down uh, five twice and went three and out, three and out against the Buccaneers. I had one touchdown drive to start the game against the 49ers. Pass, 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 pass. No one wanted to blame him because they're probably afraid he was going to leave. And then this year, even though he is a great quarterback, going to Hall of Fame, I get that, he failed when the moment was the brightest on Sunday night. And that was an embarrassing way, and it's all in the offense. Well, I can't do that. I, 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 I like I've been going crazy uh, with with each show this week that I've been doing because I try to. I don't know if my voice is just getting stale amongst the uh, the Wisconsin sports fans or whatever, but all I do is I look on Twitter and the Packers Twitter community, and people are just saying, "If this is it, we love Rogers. We love you." I mean, not every playoff loss was his fault, but in the last. 15 in the last 20 years, I did the math and there's some Favre included here. Um, in the last 20 years, the Packers season, and I'm going to count the Lions game as a playoff game has ended 16 times. One was a Super Bowl. Seven were on the road. Eight were at Lambeau. There was this Lambeau mystique growing up. It was Lambeau mystique, Lambeau mystique. And then Michael Vick comes in here, runs all over us. And then since then, it's been awful. The Vikings have beat us. The Giants have beat us twice. The Niners have beat us. And now you have the Lions, the Buccaneers, and the Niners three years in a row beating you at Lambeau Field. And, and these, are the conditions that, these are the conditions that you think you want, right? Lambeau, cold, they're going to run it. And instead, one thing I said this week is the Packers have trotted out 39-year-old Brett Favre back in the day and now 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Look, I'm 39, I think. Soon? I'm up there. But I don't like going outside when it's cold to get the mail. And now you're asking 39-year-old men to play football in this? It's just, they have to get off this Rodgers ride. I pray so desperately. However, I don't want to see him anywhere else because that's going to suck too. Because then there's going to be twice the, I just, Zach, I just want him to retire. And like, well, it's not going to happen. I just, please. He's going to be back starting in Green Bay next year. And you know what Rodgers is? 
he's the really good looking girl, like the smoking hot girl that doesn't need any of the extra attention, but wants the extra attention and craves the attention and loves the messy relationships and all the drama. Oh, That's yeah. what Aaron Rodgers is. He's unbelievable. Uh, he is a great quarterback, but right now he seems to care more about the drama <laughs> than it appears to be the actual play on the field, uh, just the way that it's looked. I know he's won two MVPs, but just the way that some of these performances have happened in the biggest moments. Yeah, he, he's on New Year's Eve, dressing to the nines, posting on Instagram at midnight, more worried about the post than the actual turn of the new year, posting new year, new me, no drama 2023. And then two days later, he's slashing lie, some lie. dude's tires. <laughs> and what makes this one actually the worst, too, he has no respect for the Detroit Lions. He looks at them like they are gum on his cleat. At least when they lost to the Bucks, it was Brady. At least when they lost to the 49ers, that's just been his kryptonite. This Lions team, the players knew it on Detroit going in after they uh, beat him the first time 15-9 to that he didn't respect him. He basically said it after the game. And he got punked by them again two times this season. It, it reminds me a lot, if you remember, wow, that piano's now back. That's unbelievable how that happens. It, it reminds me a few years ago of when the Jaguars got to the AFC title game and the Steelers got beat up pretty badly against the Jaguars in the regular season. And then come postseason time, the Steelers just thought they were going to walk right to the AFC title game and Jacksonville beat them again. It, they already beat you once. Why couldn't they beat you twice? And I don't think the Steelers that year thought it was possible, nor did I think Rodgers thought it was possible on Sunday night until he threw that interception. So no Packers in these playoffs. And I think that, you know, looking at the matchup, Packers would have probably played the, or they would have played the Niners. And I had been better. I'd much rather see the Packers than the Seahawks against the Niners. So I, I like everyone does this. They predict where the games are going to be and what broadcast and who's going to, all of my predictions were wrong. And when you look at this weekend, it's like, a lot of good teams made the playoffs, but these matchups kind of feel like they suck to me. Um, I, the AFC, I think it's predictable. Uh, the best game in the AFC is going to be, I would think, the Chargers and the Jaguars. The NFC, yeah, uh, you look at the, the first matchup, 2-7. I do think the Niners, they've won 10 in a row. Maybe Brock Purdy has a a rookie mistake game and, and that keeps it makes it closer than what it should be. But I think the Niners are going to win the other two games. Maybe I'm just being a, a sucker here, living in New York. I, I, the last time these two teams played giants and Vikings was a three point game. The Vikings needed a, a very long field goal to uh, win. And then on Monday night, Cowboys and Buccaneers, Brady owns the Cowboys in his career. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that's going to play on out. I think those two NFC games, and the Jaguars game up against the Chargers are probably the three best games of the weekend on paper. What would you think could be the biggest surprise? I, I mean, it does seem predictable. I do think, like, the Dolphins are not going to Buffalo and winning that game, no matter who's the quarterback. The Bengals will probably take care of the Ravens again, even if Lamar or whatever. I don't know, man. I, I think a lot of – and I think a lot of people have – I think there might be some Seattle magic is what I'm trying to say. Okay. And that would definitely throw a wrench in the entire playoff field because then the Eagles would have the easy, an easier path to the Super Bowl. Cause right now I think of the NFC, the only two teams that you could really trust with what you've seen so far this season in the NFC are the Eagles and the 49ers. If one of those two teams go down and the Eagles don't play this weekend, obviously on a bye, 
then the other team should easily find the way to get to a Super Bowl. I, I don't – I love Brady. You know me. I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl this year with the Bucs. I can't trust Minnesota to consistently win in the postseason in Dallas. Isn't it amazing? Dak Prescott missed five games this year, and he led the league in interceptions. Wow. Missed yeah. five games. You pay that guy $40 million a year, and you miss five games, and you still lead the league in interceptions. I feel like I, I believe in Dallas, or I was believing in Dallas, and then they've just sputtered these last couple of weeks. Same team as last year, where they had a really good regular season, and last year we were all like, oh, they're great, and then they didn't show up in the playoffs. And then this year, even though they looked really good at times and great at times, I said, well, how is this team not much different than last year? I'm not going to get caught with my hands in the in the cookie jar twice. Let's see if they could actually then go play in the postseason so now their season really starts it's kind of like the bucks in it not to the same level but when the milwaukee bucks just kept on having really good regular season and coming up short in the postseason that's how i viewed the bucks the year they won the championship i don't really care what they do in the regular season let's see what they do in the playoffs that was in a lighter way how i viewed the cowboys this year yeah um bucks won this week they beat the knicks how about that that was fun yeah i'm gonna be honest with you the NBA right now, I just can't get into it yet. Well, all it is, Gelb, is MVP race. That's all anyone talks about is a stupid MVP race. I don't care. Yeah, I, and maybe it's because the Warriors haven't been as good as what we thought. Um, we know the Lakers have been horrible. I, I just I, – right now, I know the, the Celtics have been good. The Nets now with Durant getting hurt. Uh, the Bucks, even though it seems like there's some problems there, I think they'll be fine there hasn't really been storylines that make me jump up and down and, and get excited. Even an NFL season that has been surprising, but there hasn't been a lot of dominant teams this year. And, and I always watch the NFL first, but you kind of look in other places, quite frankly, I've been watching more hockey than, than hoops. Oh, I don't think I've seen a second, like one sec I don't think I've seen one second of hockey. You should come to New York. I'll take you to a Rangers game. You'll have a good time. Okay. Sure, I'll just get on a plane and go. Gelb Force One will come get you. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot I have uh, the free service of Gelb Force One. Uh, before I get back in the NFL, since we went a little bit, what? What? I mean, the playoffs got to expand for college, but it's not even that it was a blowout, Georgia. It was It was just like that game just exists. It's all the, the season ended on New Year's Eve. You can't, say, you can't say TCU didn't belong because they beat Michigan. Yeah, they did belong. They absolutely belonged. It's just like everyone's like, oh, the TCU didn't belong or like it, the, them losing two nights ago whenever, whenever it was, is going to hurt their chances to get in again somehow. But also, I just think the way college football is structured, it's like bowl season and then the playoffs. And this will change, obviously, but you can't everyone's in the NFL right now. You can't just throw a random college game. I know it's the championship game, but it just seems so out of place. Well, it just continues to show you. And we know that in not this upcoming season, but the year after that, they're going to go to a 12 team college football playoff. If it wasn't for money and just fake excitement, because the bowl games really don't matter anymore. So you want to make some of those games mean something or appear to mean something. There is really no need other than just greed to expand the college football playoff. There's never been a year where I've said we need more teams or the four teams that got in, this team got screwed five and six that, that did not get in. Uh, this was the first year in forever where we got two great semifinal games 
and it still showed you that even though Georgia found a way to survive up against Ohio State, there was no way that we were going to get all three great yeah. games. And, and the Alabama fan, and, and I usually like Alabama. I have no problem. I don't have a bias against Alabama. I think they're, they're wonderful for the sport, and I always do like Nick Saban. But Alabama fans saying, see, this is why we should have belonged. No, we're the only team that could beat Georgia. Okay, you may be right, but you got to have a resume to say that you belong. And in a year where everyone tripped over themselves and made it an opportunity for you to even still have a door open to get in, you didn't capitalize because of the two losses that you had. And you could have lost against um, against Texas when you had Quinn Ewers go down and you only beat them by one point. And then up against AM, that wasn't a convincing game. If Jimbo Fisher knew how to call a play down inside the five-yard line, you would have lost that game. So I don't want to hear from the Alabama fan, we should have been there, we could have taken down Georgia. You may be right, but you didn't have the resume to deserve to get in the four teams. All right, so uh, I'm going to circle back around. Who's your pick in the NFC? To get to the Super Bowl, I'll still go with Philadelphia. The 49ers, what they've been able to do a 10 game win streak when you're down to your third string quarterback and Lance gets hurt. Then you go back to Jimmy G. Then we all start to like Jimmy G again. Then Brock Purdy comes in and he's been rocking out with this Brock out and he's been looking pretty awesome, obviously with one Brock Purdy. Yeah. Wow, it's always geez. a tongue twister. When, when I say that, I always feel like I'm going to stumble and say something that I'm not allowed to say, but I felt a little bit more comfortable doing <laughs> on a podcast. than when I do that on the radio, yeah. even though the, the 49ers made the best roster in football, uh, just the Eagles being at home, the Hurts does concern me a little bit just because of the injury. But being at home, I think, is going to be a big advantage for them. And to only win two games to get to the Super Bowl, I like Philly coming out of the NFC. All right, so then the AFC is interesting because the Chiefs could do it. The Bills could. Uh, there's a lot of momentum around the Bills, obviously. And they've had, outside of DeMar Hamlin, like they've had a really messed up year anyway yeah. with everything that's gone on with them. Um I mean, the season started with them rallying around Dawson Knox with his brother and then snowstorm after snowstorm. I mean, shooting too. Yes, that I mean, it's been it's just been there's been a lot and it's very, you know, it it weighs on them. Um, But I, you know, but also you can, you know, rally and motivate from that. So Kansas City, Buffalo or the Bengals, I think you can throw in that mix. Bengals will probably play Buffalo next weekend if they both win. Is that right? Yeah, if that does not happen, I would be shocked. It means that either Tua got cleared and just had a dominant performance in Buffalo or Lamar plays and just has his coming out party in the postseason. I would be shocked if next weekend we don't get Bills and and Bengals in the divisional round. And by the way, in the AFC, I would order them right now. Bills one, Bengals two, and then Chiefs three. And I almost put the Bengals in at one. Because even though everyone thinks Mahomes is the best quarterback in football, and there's a great case, obviously, to make for it, what Joe Burrow's doing, and I know Josh Allen is absolutely sick, like trying to rank those three is so tough. But Burrow, every time you watch him play, there's just this cool, calm factor to him. And we know that he beat Mahomes now three times, and he took the Bengals in his first full year as a starter to a Super Bowl, uh, I I'm I really want to go and say that Burrow and the Bengals will get back to the Super Bowl, but I just keep on circling back to Buffalo, um, and it just when I have to say words that that come out of my mouth, I just keep on saying that it's going to be Bills and Eagles. 
Well, with Buffalo too, they're going to, they, I mean, we're going ahead here, by the way, divisional round weekend. Uh, it was just announced that I will be hosting on CBS sports radio on that Saturday. Oh, are you? Yeah. Wonderful. What day? Uh, Saturday the 21st. Okay. So what time are you going to be on? 5 to 10 Eastern. So there'll be games going on. Okay. So you, you won't be doing play-by-play, but you'll basically be doing play-by-play. That's what you got to say. Yeah, we'll be talking about the games as they happen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, so I think that'll be fun. I, that'll be fun. The the I did your show a couple of weeks ago. It was during uh, – what game was it? Oh, the Jets game where they benched Wilson. Oh, Jets-Jaguars, yes. And yeah. I remember a certain talk show host that was filling in for me that day by the name of Bart, and I think his last name was Winkler, was saying that the over is the easy play in this game, and that was one of the the bad offensive games that you'll ever see. But you, t- you took a contrarian take, so I respect it. Well, one thing I do, too, when I'm on uh, your show is in the second hour – all the Wisconsin stations join that are CBS Sports Radio affiliates. Mm-hmm. So I do make sure to shout them all out by name. And I've been saying, and most of these fine stations anchored by one of the titans of radio, Bill Michaels. <laughs> I do say, Look at you. I didn't even have to bring up Bill now. You, you, yeah. you feel a little bit uh, on, on the free side now. And that was my favorite part about when, when I used to do your show when you were on The Fan is when I would call in and just find ways to awkwardly drop Bill Michaels. Cause I knew the whole background story with you and Bill. And I think all the listening audience did, but for whatever reason, they didn't want you to talk about that. So I couldn't, t- I, I could like, I could, like, I knew I could talk about it. So yeah. that's why I basically did it for you. I could like verbally eviscerate and verbally like destroy anyone on staff or yeah. anyone ever, but I could not bring up this man's name for some reason. I don't know. Now, I have no problem with Bill Michaels other than you have a problem with him. Like, I've met him at a bunch of Super Bowls. He's always been nice to me. But my favorite was when you were filling in in the afternoon. I think it was in uh, with Rami, or maybe it wasn't Rami, but you're doing the afternoon, and for some reason I I was on, and I said, oh, the the best part about being on in the afternoon, Bart, you're missing the uh, the lead here. You're burying the lead is that Bill Michaels will be listening to you on the way to the early bird special. That was my favorite line that I ever had about (laughs) Bill Michaels to you. I once did – uh, 20 minutes. I once, cause he's got a very distinct way of his show. I mean, he's got, mm-hmm. so I once just opened it like an eight o'clock hour. I had little to talk about. And I just did a, like, I was me, but I was doing all of Bill's catchphrases and all of his, it's the one time that Rosen hotlined me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. You got the, the hotline call for Mitch. He said, he said, whatever you are trying to do, you need to stop it right now. <laughs> And then it went to break. Uh, anyway, hey to Mitch. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be in for the divisional round, which should be some good games. I think that with the Bills and the Bengals having to play each other, I'm glad it's not in Cincinnati. I never want to see those two teams play in that stadium again. It's just, I don't, it's weird after what happened. But then if the Bills win, it's an AFC championship game at a neutral field. I don't know where they're going to do it yet. I would love to see it outside since it's supposed to be outside anyway. But then that, I think, favors the Bills. So, Does it, though? If they're going up against Kansas City in, a, in an AFC title game, both of those teams are outdoor teams. Yeah, but I don't think um, – correct me if I'm wrong. 
I don't think Kansas City haven't they been in like four straight AFC games? Now? Yes, all, all at home, all at home, Mahomes all at home. Never, I don't think Mahomes has ever played in a road playoff game. Yeah, so then so they're the number one seed, and that would essentially be his first road playoff game. That's pretty. It's on a neutral site, but let's if it is on a neutral site, and I don't know where they're going to schedule the game. You know that's going to be more so, and you'll see how they they will. Uh, divide up the allotment of tickets too. It'll be at the University of Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bills. It'll be fans, a Kaufman. Regardless, Bills fans are going to take over the stadium. Oh yeah, with the tickets, yeah. However, they allot that. Like there so was I'm a gonna... snowstorm in in Buffalo, and they moved the game to Detroit, and still somehow that stadium was packed with Bills fans. Oh yeah, yeah. I met him. I went out there. It was the you know. Passionate fan base. I appreciated that. Um, so out of the AFC, then you say Bills, Eagles. I see, I want to see Bills Cowboys because I want to see a Super Bowl rematch. That's just what I like. I like when the Super Bowls are a rematch from a Super Bowl I watched when I was a kid. But I would say, I would say Eagles. I'm gonna take the Eagles over the Niners, and I'm gonna go with the Bills. I ah, but God, you know, I hear what you're saying, Gelby. Cause I'm my I'm thinking Bills, and then as soon as I'm ready to go, Bills off my tongue, Burrow, like a little, just a little bangle comes head. running across my brain. Mm-hmm. Little Joe Burrow. Well, well, let me ask you this. So I think everyone's in agreement that right now the only five teams we could see getting to the Super Bowl are the Eagles, the 49ers, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. Who then would be the sixth team? If you could pick either conference, and you would just say if this team, if those three teams go down, and those two teams go down in the AFC and the NFC. Who's in the next team that you have the most confidence in? I'm going to go back to Dallas. I think Dallas. I would take – now, they could lose this weekend. And I don't, I don't know. I don't I, really – I don't have a lot of faith in their coach. I, I would probably go the Chargers just because of the talent that they have on that team. But I don't think the, the Chargers are actually getting to the Super Bowl. Who do you think wins that game Saturday night? That's an even spread right now. Yeah, that, that makes me think – that Vegas knows something that we don't know because I think a lot of people are going to be on the Chargers. So even though I just said that if it's not those three teams of the AFC, it would be the Chargers. Yesterday, I probably would have leaned the Chargers. That line kind of makes me apprehensive and, and makes me think that the Jaguars maybe win a game where the the, the uh, their defense plays really well and they win like 20 to 16 or something like that. Not to bring well, that, that well, score. Well, right great score. Jeez, Zach. Yeah, sorry about that. Now, what's interesting is I'm not going to say him because I despise him as a franchise, but how many teams deep do we have to go before you would say Minnesota? Um, hmm. You just, they're not getting the Super Bowl. I mean, they're not. They're not getting the Super Bowl. So I, they're the last team. They're not getting there. No, I, I wouldn't say they're the last team. Like Trust Minnesota, me. I think, and I know the Dolphins beat them. Uh, I know Minnesota beat the – wait, yeah, Minnesota beat the Dolphins, right? Yeah, they did, but two wasn't playing. Um, I would say that the Dolphins would be behind them. That giant game is a toss-up, but I put the Giants behind them just because Minnesota has more talent, and I would put the Seahawks behind them. Those are probably the three teams I put behind them. Is Lamar playing? I feel like I don't know. If he doesn't, and I know you could just as equally argue, well, he's actually hurt, and that's why he's not getting on the field, but I think that is then more contractually let's just say, and if they don't get a deal done this offseason, and the first offseason where they tried to get the deal done, I understood why he waited, because 
a guy like Josh Allen, even though Josh Allen's better than Lamar Jackson, Lamar is unanimous MVP. You may as well see what he was getting paid because you were going to top that because you could go to the team and said, I have a unanimous MVP. He doesn't. Last year, it was back and forth when they wanted to get a deal done. He didn't want to get a deal done. When he wanted to get a deal done, they didn't want to get a deal done. If they go three straight off seasons without getting a deal done, if I'm Lamar, and this is where you, if you had a traditional agent and not your mom representing you and yourself representing you, that this would help you. I think the agent would say to the Ravens, we either get a deal done this offseason or you trade me. Since he doesn't have that traditional agent, I think he could be back next year in the franchise tag. And then if you don't get a deal done three straight years, you would probably franchise tag him again. And then the Ravens probably say, we're not going to have you play that final year of the franchise tag. We're just going to trade you that offseason. So two off seasons from now, uh, if you're keeping track at home, because you can't just let him walk for a compensatory third round pick, you, you would get a, a lot back for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I was just thinking about Rodgers, how much I don't like him. See, here we go. Just just let it out. It's all right, Bart. Now, I, I'm here. <laughs> as one of your friends, you could cry on my shoulder, and I'll tell you everything's going to be all right, even though it's probably not going to be all right. Hey, uh, I hope you didn't buy your Carlos Correa jersey for the Mets. I know you're a big fan. Yeah, that wasn't nice. See, I, I'm being a nice person here to you, and then you just got to bring up well, what happened? Because I, I host – I believe I did your show that day or the next day where it looked like the Mets had them, and mm-hmm. I was just praising Steve Cohen. I was like, I was like, small market teams should mm-hmm. root for the Mets. Oh, yeah, because, I do remember that. Yeah, because the teams that – so here's my theory again. Small market team. There's there's like eight teams that spend. Yeah. Okay. And then everyone else. And the 22 teams are like, oh, you eight teams. And the eight teams are like, ha, 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 it's just us. Who cares? But then one of those teams is like, nah, screw all you guys. So the only way to make change isn't for the poor to be mad at the rich. It's for the rich to be mad at the super rich. So if the Mets start winning a bunch, mm-hmm. then the super, then the rich will be like, all right, I guess we got to change because now we're not winning. Now we're like the poor. So I think everybody should root for the Mets. And then I don't know what happened. He's got, like, what's wrong with this guy? So it's funny. The Giants, they said that he had an issue with his ankle. And then the Mets swoop in and they give him a, a contract offer. And they say, okay, everything's good. And everyone just goes, oh, yeah, forget about the ankle. But then when the Mets medical staff looked at his, his uh, MRI and his medicals, let's just say, and when he was getting his physical done, they flagged the same thing, I guess, the Giants flagged. And then they had to renegotiate the deal. And Correa – and Boris, whoever knows of Boris, they, the twins came back in and I think they gave him a six year, $200 million deal. And the Mets did not match that. Um, they made a, a, a final offer and I guess Boris and, and Correa and company just said, we're going to go back to, to Minnesota for six years. So enjoy Minnesota. But you still, the Mets still had a good off season. This was just like the biggest cherry, like smush the ice cream. It was such a big cherry. Yes. But here's the thing. The Mets bats went cold a lot at times last year. So if you were able to add and you already had Lindor, you already had Pete Alonzo, you have Jeff McNeil, um, you're going to have Alvarez at some point be your starting catcher this year. If you were able to add Correa as well, it just gives you so much more depth. Now, they'll play some of their younger guys that have uh, got into the field late uh, last year, but losing Correa gave them that extra boost in the lineup where it was like, wow, we have a stacked lineup. Now it's okay. The Mets have a, a good lineup, but team won hundred of them. Well, one games last year or whatever it was. And yeah, they said goodbye to Jacob DeGrom. DeGrom didn't want to be here and you have Scherzer already. And, and you added Verlander 
and you got Kodai Senga coming in. So I think they did improve the team, but if the bats go cold once again, I could see myself in October saying, hmm, would have been nice to have Correa really uplift this team, especially with how clutch he's been in his career. But I've already moved on from Carlos Correa because I have no other choice to do, even though I'm not happy about it. And my body's not even uh, cold yet, but that's fine. Bart just likes to dump the salt in the wound, which is good. Um, but I will now move on to Shohei Otani because of the Billy Epler connections and the Mets will either trade for Shohei Otani at the deadline or when he gets the free agency, spend Stevie spend. will just say whatever you want. Blank check for Shohei Otani. Well, congrats to you for rooting for a team that uh, spends because the Brewers finally made their first free agent move this week and it was Wade Miley. So my um, condolences. Yeah. You, you took me to uh, the ballpark in Milwaukee. Yeah. I just wanted you to see it. You didn't care. No, I did care. I wanted oh. to see the ballpark. Oh. I was a little bit upset with your your cloud in Milwaukee that we didn't get to go down the slide or anything like that, but that's fine. Yeah. See, I'm more liked by, like, the people in the cheap seats than the people in the front <laughs> offices around here. Shocker. Yeah, believe it or not. Zach, always appreciate anything from you. You've been a great friend, uh, a, a true advocate for this podcast, and my career not dying, essentially, yet. So thank you. I guess you're welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Bart. Yeah, thanks, Zach. The Bucks get a victory tonight, 114-105. to 105. And after the first quarter, they were up 20. And then at halftime, they were up. I'm trying to do math here and read the box score. They were up 21. And I felt pretty good about it and to the point where I was, like, doing other things. Uh, and then I looked, and the Bucks were only up 10. And then I looked and Frank Kaminsky was hitting shots. And uh, then I then I started to get really mad. Then I started getting a bunch of text. What the F? We suck. Bucks can't play in the third quarter. Uh, what's going on here? So you just another one of those games. It wasn't so much a game the Bucks needed to win. Had the Bucks gone to Atlanta tonight and lost, we'd talk about the same things we always talk about. Uh, regular season, et cetera, et cetera. But when you have that big of a lead and then you start to blow it, it definitely becomes a must. Like, it be, they couldn't have lost. It would have just been terrible. But they won. We're all happy. So let's talk about it. Again, I want to thank my friends at happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART. 32% off this week. Normally 25. We're up to 32% off, which makes it like a third percent off. And your boy took some CBD gummies. No, normally I just take the nighttime ones. Barty, Barty went for it. Barty took the Delta, the THCOs. Barty felt good. I haven't taken any yet, even though my eyes would tell you otherwise. Q's been sick for a while. Q, w- welcome back, man. What's up? Yeah, I've, I've had a non-COVID illness. So, uh, feeling a little better. Gonna. Does my voice sound weird? No, I just like that we just call like whatever you had. I assume it was the flu or anything. I have just no call it a non-COVID like, illness. But I, I tested negative. But I like I thought that the non-COVID illness was a joke that the Bucks were getting. But if I got whatever they had, it was not fun. So, yeah, I had something a couple months ago that the week I had COVID, I like I honestly have never felt better. Yeah, and then now, and then a couple months ago, now I don't know if you uh, follow along on Twitter or not. Today, I think I have gout. 
Isn't that something with the feet? You a lot of pain for some people is in the feet. My pain's been in my wrist, my hip. I'm like, I have all these old soccer injuries that are popping up, and the pain's there for a day, and then it goes away, and it's really weird. And uh, people on Twitter were like, oh, Bart, that's gout. And so I looked up gout. I'm like, how do people get gout? Excessive laziness, excessive drinking. <laughs> yeah, I like, thought, oh, fuck, I probably have gout, huh? Gout's like a, a pirate's disease. Have you been on a ship lately? Black Bart was one of the most uh, infamous pirates of his day. Yeah. I would so that say uh, mix in some, some green vegetables every once in a while. Should take care of you. Uh, Matt says he went to high school with a kid who had gout and he died from drinking. Ooh. Oh. Um, so maybe let's do dry January together. It's been going well for me. Of course, I stopped drinking and my, my body's not used to the alcohol sanitizers and I get sick randomly. So, yeah. 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 So anyways, nice bucks win. Um, I texted a friend saying it was a bad game in the first half. And then sure enough, <laughs> here we are. And it's another nail biter. Luckily, uh, Drew came to play. Like, that guy is so clutch. Uh, I saw Sparky tweet that we're always saying Middleton's the guy at the end of the games, but it's now turning into Drew. So, it's pretty nice. Well, to it's, got, it's got to turn into somebody. Yeah. And if Drew wants to use his time to be that guy, more power to him. Especially on a night when Giannis scores seven points. Um, or... That was the last I saw of the box score, but that that's not great. And then he had the the fancy double double with ten assists and nineteen rebounds. That's pretty awesome. Seven, ten, and nineteen. He missed out on a triple double uh, based on points, lowest uh, output of the season. As you're here, Q's here. Uh, I'm going to bring in Tony in Texas also and go triple box on this. Texas Pat. Hey, hey. Q, now, are you having a little John Daly issue? Because I heard you, you stopped drinking, right? I, I guess. I mean, I stopped drinking on the second, and uh, this cold sprung up on me on Sunday night after the Packers loss. So, Well, get healthy. I'm trying. Also, Texas Pat, I just wanted to say thank you for convincing me hey, to – have a Jim Everett, Jim Rome situation going on here, Bart? <laughs> I will why are we calling him Texas Pat again? Kick your ass. Like <laughs> did the Jim Rome. I think um, I I think I I don't I don't think I was hundred percent for that one. So, sorry, I think I think Go somebody ahead. called him Texas Pat in the chat yesterday or the day before, and I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh but I'll let Q finish your point, and then I'll get to Tony. So uh Tony, I just wanted to say thank you for helping me to drink the Packers Kool-Aid. I'm not upset with you like the rest of everybody. Um, <laughs> it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. So yeah, I, um, I, I I feel like you and I went to the two best Packers games of the year. You watched them beat the Cowboys in person. I watched them beat up on the Vikings. I, Mark- I still think, even though I'm thanking you, I still think like it would be great if you could admit that you were wrong, that we should have been playing for yeah. draft picks all along because now – We've got the 15th. No, 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 no. First of all, I actually do legit want to talk some bucks tonight. Yeah. But second of all, they shouldn't have been playing for draft picks. They should have just played Jordan Love 
Because whatever Aaron gave you, Love could have done at least. Especially against the Lions. Yeah. And I was at that game. I do want to dig into the, the Bucks, but in the NFC, what quarterback is better than Aaron right now? There's like six of them. Okay. All yeah. right. We, we, yeah, agree to disagree. I'm also going to bring in Tim Shea. All right. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy. Um, I can keep going if you'd okay. like me to. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I got to start this off, though, on a positive with the Jeff Goff and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday hit one of the most. Did you amazing- say Jeff Goff? What's his name? Jared. Jared. Jared, Jared thank you. I'm, I'm under the weather. I'm playing sick. Yeah, it's gone <laughs> to your brain. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Drew Holiday hit one of the most amazing shots I've ever seen in the game. It was like Larry Bird in that old McDonald's commercial against Michael Jordan. That was – I don't know if you saw that shot. Over the backboard? That, yeah, yeah. That was awesome. That was a game of horse shot. And he's kind of flirted with that a little bit, but it's never been as, like, pure as that one. I, yeah, I, I've seen him hit that at least a couple times in game, but that was, like, the most ridiculous angle. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, Drew Holiday obviously was the key to this win. And when we made that tr- trade for uh, for Drew Holiday a couple of years ago, not everyone in, in the NBA circles or even maybe some fans were on, were on board with that because of all the draft capital we gave up. Well, we don't have Drew Holiday. We don't win a title, and we're not in position to compete. They got to make another move because who knows what Chris Middleton's going to be like. This team right now, Q, Bart, Tim, they're, they're not good enough to win at all as they are right now, as they are constructed right now, they're blowing leads to mediocre teams that might not even make the playoffs without their best player. Come on. They've, they've lost to the Charlotte Hornets. They got drilled. This well, team- I don't know. Even if, even if they blow the game tonight, I mean, we're all going to be upset, but I don't think that any of this is like, like we're just watching the game, like the Knicks game the other night. If they lose that game, we, we, we want feel good wins right now. We just want them to win. We just want them to win. I don't think that if they would have lost tonight, it would have been the need for a referendum. They they started out red hot this year, and they've been a slow decline. I want to see my young guy, the young guys, get better. Bochamp, they put Bochamp out there today. Now I know why he doesn't play a lot. He couldn't stay in front of his guy. You got to defend in the NBA. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the positive, a lot of the reaction to Bochamp tonight is, "Holy shit, why doesn't this guy play more?" He should play more, but he he obviously has some deficiencies on defense, and that's probably why he's not playing as much. I mean, most guys come into leave with defensive deficiencies, so I, I guess Tony, I I'm still like I'm not coming at you here. Go ahead. It's it's very confusing to me how your glass can be permanently half full with the Packers and then like permanently half empty with the Bucks. Because like Bart was saying, like this wasn't winner. This wasn't like a winner take all situation with the Bucks. Like Giannis, I can't remember the last time he scored less than 10 points without an injury, like knocking him out of the game. And he still found a way to win on, on the road. Okay, Q. The, the problem is I'm not seeing this team get better. I want to see them get better. But how much are we judging without Middleton? I, like, really? I'm not. Yeah. I'm personally we have like, to. not. Hey, no. They, Sham says he's coming back sooner rather than later. All right. And, and you're going to be back at the fans soon. Come on. We, we don't Ooh. know what's going to happen. Uh, time out, your boy. 
back on the fan WSSP via CBS sports radio. All right. January, January. I told this to Gelb earlier, January 21st, while NFL playoffs are happening, you can uh, listen along with me from 4 P to 9 P on Saturday, January 21st on CBS sports radio. Nice. Looking forward to that. Yeah, sounds like it. I am. <laughs> okay. I, I do not think this team is going to come out of the East as it's currently constructed. I hope I'm wrong. That's just my opinion, Q. That's what I think. I think the Celtics have more, more in the ammunition, more ammunition, All right. more players. So, I've got a, I've got a Charlie Villanueva bobblehead. Will you eat it if we make it out of the East without any trades? Yeah. Uh, so I, I got to check with my doctor. <laughs> Will you eat Earthworm Jim? Well, maybe. <laughs> We're not doing that again. Maybe that's why Bart is sick. Maybe he did eat that Barb doll. Yeah. Maybe that's that's what gave me gout. Yeah. Tim, I have gout, I think. I heard. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. Um, all right. Anything else from you boys over on the right there? Um, Bud, Coach Bud, how satisfied are you with him right now? Well, I think he sucks always. Okay. So Q thinks this guy, this team's going to go to the finals with Coach Bud again. 100%. All right. Yeah. I, I don't see Bart putting chairs up this year. It's early, man. It's, it's early. Like, we haven't, we're, we're in fall third, spring right now. We haven't even had a real winter yet. I ain't going outside. They're halfway through the season, Q. It's, it's third place, and we're missing our second best player for like, all but two and a half games. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about. I, I they got to be better. The quote, the quote, Bud, they got to be better. I swear, sometimes I, I think that guy's playing for the five seed. I'm like, what the hell is he doing out there? The coaching sometimes is just baffling. Yeah, it I is. Mean, you, we'll accept you back on the bandwagon later, Tony. It's all I, I'm yeah. Bucks, you. I'm a Bucks fan, but you got to call it like you see it, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I just think you're wrong, but I appreciate it. Fine. That's fine. Hey, uh, Hubie Brown, 89 years old, calling a game. Holy cow. That, 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 can you believe Hubie Brown's 89 calling basketball games? Yeah, and he sucks. <laughs> God bless him. I don't He's think he has – he does not have gout. No, I have gout. I'm get, 38 get and I have gout. Get your blood work done, Bart. Have you done it lately? My blood work's actually good. It's just okay. uh, I'm a mess everywhere else. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey Q, Bucks and six. I'm a Bucks fan. I just yeah. Got it, buddy. I got two Thanks, things Don. before I drop off. One, uh, Brooke Lopez had another great game. So that was awesome. I think three guys had double doubles tonight. Uh, last thing on the Packers, the worst thing that we could do is bring Rodgers and LaFleur back. I would agree with bringing one of them back separately. But it looks like we're on a track headed towards bringing them both back, which been there, done that. We know how that movie ends. Kind of ridiculous that that's where things are headed. At this point, I'm at this point, I'm accepting that they're both going to be back. Now I'm just trying to play defense. Like I'm accepting that uh, everyone's going to come back and, uh, you know, uh, whatever, like Barry's going to be here and and all that stuff. I just want to play defense. Like don't hire Mike LaFleur. That's yeah, Mike LaFleur is coming in. Oh, it's, it's yeah, he's he's fire. he's in. He is in. No, I don't want him. All right. Thanks, Q. Thanks, guys. Go Bucks. See ya. I'm gonna get the big Ron here in a second. Uh out in Jersey. 
Tim, did you watch on ESPN or Bally's? I watched on Bally's mostly. I had ESPN on, and I'm like, I can't stand UB Brown. You remember Katie George? I do. She was the sideline reporter. Yeah, she tweeted, uh, oh, it's crazy. My career's come full circle. She was here for like a semester. <laughs> I know. The full circle. She's like 28. Bart, I feel like my career has come full circle being on this podcast now. Uh, Zach thinks it's not gout that I have. Uh, I might have COVID toe. COVID toe. Jamie says old age, random pain for no reason is old age. That's what I thought until uh, I looked up what gout was. And I have gout. Jake says, I'm enjoying the Tony in Texas show. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Matt says it's pronounced Celtics. Celtics, yes. And Greg says George Hill is still on the roster because Bud does not trust the young dudes. Although I don't know if George Hill is still hurt, but he didn't play tonight. Matthews hasn't been playing. Wara's not playing. A.J. Green getting minutes over them. And Grayson Allen got hurt, too. Uh, with I think it was an ankle soreness, so he got he got hurt tonight and then didn't come back in. And then hey, the Bucks faltered without him. So for all you guys that want Jay Crowder, Bucks faltered without Grayson. Drew at twenty seven tonight. He led the way. Brooke with twenty. Brooke twenty and twelve. Brooks a beast. Whether he's hitting threes or blocking shots or getting tips or getting rebounds, I mean there is a real movement for him to not only be an All Star but for him to be like the Defensive Player of the Year. And I'm loving every bit of it as we bring in Big Ron in New Jersey. Uh, Ron, what's up, fellas? What's up, Ron? I'm I'm feeling good, man. I didn't watch the Bucks game tonight, though. I got to be totally honest with you. I watched. Oh, would you have better? You, would you watch Marquette? Is this gonna be a Marquette post game show? No, I you know, I hate Marquette, man. Marquette is a fib school, dude. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fib heard. school, man. Yeah, so it's a bunch of. Wealthy Chicagoites, uh, Chicagoans, whatever you want to call them, that uh, yeah, the, this this Wisconsin Marquette rivalry is so 2003. I'm all about Bart Lundy and the Milwaukee Panthers. Yeah, nice, nice. That's what I like, man. Yeah, you know, I'm I want to talk some Wisconsin Badgers, dude. Sure. Yeah. So I think Stephen Crawl is more athletic than most people realize. The guy I, have, I, 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 I got no opinion on this. Just so you know, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm not even gonna. Pre- like, like if it was on the radio, I'd pretend like I was like, oh yeah, well Crawl's coming along. You know, I'd say all this bullshit. Oh yeah, Crawl's coming along. You know, he's. But I. I mean, I've. I've probably watched. Honest to God, probably five minutes of non-Milwaukee college basketball this year, and that was when Marquette and the Badgers played each other. Oh, and I think there was one game that was on a ship I turned on for like a minute. All I really know right now is I think Villanova sucks. Is that true? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Stephen Crowell's more athletic. That's what I've been saying. I've been trying to tell Tim that, but he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, you're going, you're, you're in my motherland, man. You're in West Dallas, right? No, not tonight. Timmy's downtown tonight. Normally he's at the bar at uh, McGuire's in West Dallas. Yeah. Not tonight. Tonight I'm home. Yeah, man, I'm going to Vegas for March Madness with uh, Tyler Hero's dad, you know, because me and him played ball in West Dallas together. Are you kidding right now? No, I swear no, to God. No, I think man. he's serious. Yeah. I'm, I'm dead serious, dude. What did Tyler Hero's dad ever say about the time he went in the women's bathroom? <laughs> 
Yeah, man, I'm, I'm not going to bring that up with him. Have you ever? No, I haven't brought that up with him, man. That's probably a sore spot, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think I mean, you got to. I will, I will, I will in Vegas, you know, and I'll, I'll give you a full report about that, Bart. Okay. Or maybe I'll do a pod that night, like someone will play, and I'll do a post game, and you can get Hero's dad to come on, and I can just rip on him for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no? that sounds good, man. Yeah. So your boy's a Tyler Hero's dad. Yeah, I went to high school with him. I played the high school basketball with him. He was a stud basketball player himself in high school. He had a scholarship from Florida State, but then he blew out his knee. Uh, Matt wants to know the background. Tyler Hero's dad, game one of the Heat Bucks series one year, he was photographed coming out of the women's bathroom at Fiserv. And no, yeah, he probably why. just had to go to the bathroom really bad, and the line was too long in the men's room, you know? Yeah. What well, maybe he's, maybe he's just like super – is he super progressive where he's like – People should just pee wherever they want, like gender equality bathrooms. Yeah, gender equality, man. You know. Yeah. What are your big plays this weekend, Ron? My big plays for the weekend are Giants um, plus three and a half, man. I'm 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 riding that big time, man. the The Vikings are a fraud. They have an empty trophy case. It's going to remain empty. Yeah, I think so too. What, 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 who do you like this week? Who do you guys like this weekend? Um, let me look uh, real quick at some lines. I got my picks coming with Horvat on Friday. I love the Chargers. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think Vegas likes Jacksonville, Tim. That game's even money. Mm. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. Chargers by a touchdown. I would say... Oh, fuck, I think the Bills are going to cover that 13, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the Bills will cover. San Francisco covers, what, 10? Is it still 10? I don't know about that. Well, yeah. Yeah, they'll cover 10. Seattle yeah. backed in, played like shit the second half of the season. So, Bart, I got a funny antidote for you, man. Like, Please. Uh, one of my friends um, just recently followed you on Twitter, and he was like, Bart Winkler, man, like, what's his deal? Like, is he serious or is he just, like, satirical? I'm as serious as my gout. <laughs> Dude, I had gout, man. Gout, I had gout in my foot, and it was really freaking painful, man. It was like needles, like, needling up against everything, man. It's like acid in your foot. It was, it was terrible. terrible. You know, this is not, maybe, if, if like, if this is really unhealthy, this is bad, but... I kind of liked getting injuries in high school playing soccer because it made me feel like I did something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like when I was limping around, they're like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, my hip hurts. Oh, wow. Remember when my, remember when my cat made a vocal appearance on your uh, show? <laughs> yeah, it was not too long ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. I don't know. He's He's, he's firing up again, man. Yeah. Uh, Adam says this seems like a prime time to plug Happy Place Hemp. <laughs> you got some of their gummies, yeah? Yeah, oh yeah. You know I'm a big user of the Happy Place Hemp. Thirty-two percent um, off this week. Oh yeah, I mean I just purchased some, as you know. And, Do it again. Uh, promo code Bart. Yeah, I'll get the thirty-two percent off. All right, my cat's gonna make an appearance here. All right, what's your cat's name? <laughs> <laughs> 
The cat's name is Elvis. Oh. How old is it? Oh, uh, 14. He's an old man, man. Oh. So this is probably the last time I ever see him. Probably. He's probably going to drop that any day now. So what What can you say, dude? <laughs> he had a good run. He had a good run. He had a good run, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ron. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk. All right, dude. Go freaking whoever I bet on. I can't remember. Yeah. Tell Mrs. Hero I said hi. Okay, I will. Mr. Hero, I'm sorry. Yeah. Speaking of happy place, hemp, here's Austin. Hey. What's happening, boys? What's up, player? Uh, not a lot, guys. Um, I was doing some IT stuff for my dad and got back. Bucks were up by like 24 points. So I was watching it and uh, then I was like, oh, I'll go take a shower and throw it back on. Still up by 20. And so made some food. And they were just getting their ass kicked. Like I watched, I kind of watched and I was like, well, they weren't getting their ass kicked. But in that third quarter, what was it? They 34 to 10 of the points or something? You're taking a long time to tell a short story, Austin. Well, I'm just, okay. So <laughs> my point is, <clears throat> remember when they won the championship, right? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. That season, they were, like, one of the worst in the third quarter. And then um, we still got that main core of guys. And you would think they would have, like, the championship pedigree, the mental toughness, and they just seem to be lacking that. And I don't get what that is or where that started back up again. You know, like, isn't that the thing? Like, you go win a championship and you're you got that championship pedigree. And now they're just, like... It's just out the fucking window, man. Well, I again, the, the big thing with the Bucks is like, what are they supposed to do right now? Are they supposed to beat? I guess, I guess we can all think they're oh, so just yeah. supposed to go to Atlanta and win by twenty and go home. I guess. Although Atlanta was without Trey Young, so that I think that I'm cutting out a lot worse. Yeah, you're cutting uh, out a little bit. Yeah, all right. Um, Jerry says he likes you though. Jerry says I like Austin. Uh, he's got a Jim Morrison poster behind him. Matt says he's confused to see it outside of a college dorm. You know what poster I had in college, Tim? What poster? Not Che Guevara, but the two girls kissing. Oh. Remember that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was cool. Yeah, you were. I was, I was pretty cool. I'm going to play a couple of voicemails here that I got, if you don't mind. Go right ahead, Bart. Voicemails brought to you by Carl's Place, as I mentioned. Carl's Place. Carlovet.com. Backslash Bart. Golf simulators. Here's Jeff. Jeff in Milwaukee. Um, listening to your boys over on GSPN. GSPN. That's the Eurostep Podcast Network. Also on Blue Wire. Love those guys. I'm going to start to get more of them on talking about how old the bucks are and i was kind of thinking about how they couple you know the championship run they signed pj tucker and 
it was to get, get some veteran defensive play and how ironic it is that now all of a sudden they're too old of a team, slow, not fast enough, and they need to get some young blood in there. I, all right, I this dog in the background is killing me, Jeff. What is with everybody's pets just going crazy? We need – if you're going to call in or do a voicemail, put that tincture, give them the CBD spray. Maybe that's what I'll try for my gout is the CBD oil. Could work. Yeah. Could work, yeah. I don't know if it works, but I might try. Go into Happy Place Hemp. Talk to them. All right. I got one more voicemail from Patty. Patty. All right. Yeah. Hey, Barth, this is Patty. First time, long time, but, well, maybe not my first time since this is my second attempt due to getting cut off. But, anyway, I wanted to save my first call for the end of the season because I really wanted to capture my true emotion about this year's Packers team and the god-awful roller coaster that we've been on with them. And I just want to say that, like you and a lot of the group, I'm really pissed. But I'm more pissed at myself for allowing myself to once again get hyped over a false hope rally. And as a lifelong Brewers fan, I have a lot of experience in navigating through false hope rallies. So shame on me for letting this be any different. Um, so like you, I was in the Dunn Club when they were at 4-8. and eight. I did expect to beat Dallas because for some reason, Rogers usually prevails when he's got like a chip on his shoulder. And I just didn't see him losing to Big Mac at all. Um, but even on Christmas Day, I thought it was likely a fluke. Um, and especially after we learned what happened to Tua, our win actually made more sense to me. But then the Vikings team came along and the defense was good. We shut down Jefferson. Rogers played like a normal quarterback. We get a kick return for a touchdown. And we actually saw some life in the team. And I, like you, was all in. Um, fast forward to Sunday morning, and I just felt the bad juju. Too many people were looking ahead to the wild card round already, and something kind of clicked where I thought we could actually lose the game. I don't want to rehash it. We know the outcome. But once again, I'm left heartbroken when I really, really didn't want to be. But I deserve it for letting them punk me for, like, the 12th straight year. So, anyway, I just want next year to be the season of love. I'm over it. I want off this roller coaster. Love deserves it. Um, Rogers can ride off to the jungle somewhere and do all of the drugs and live happily ever after. So, Bart, thank you for doing this podcast. I really appreciate you and all the guys who make me laugh every day during my commute, especially Ryan, Paul, Tim, and Grant. You guys are doing great work out there. Keep it up. Have a good one. All right, Patty. Um, can I? Pat nominate? Patty got a voicemail. And next step, Patty, is in this stream yard. Can I nominate her for like caller caller of the year? Why? Because someone knew your name? No, not that. That was right on. It was perfectly said. God, uh, bless Austin's Patty. gonna try again. God bless Patty. Hey man, if I get choppy again, just cut me. I'll hop out of there. Yeah. Um, all right. So I they were supposed to just go in there to Atlanta and just blow blow up the Hawks by twenty points and just leave it. That's what they were supposed to do without Trey. You know, getting back. Sorry, to should, I don't know. It should just don't happen. This is a long season, man. These things, they, they don't care. I know. I know I mean, they, they don't. care. They care. <laughs> they sh they should. 
they should have that want to like the Hawks did in the third where they're like, you know what, we're not going to get blown out like this, but which I guess they kind of did in the fourth at the end where they were like, okay, well, we're not going to blow a 20 point lead and actually lose the game. So I guess that's kind of a positive. Um, two things. I have a comment on that. I just saw Washington one over Chicago, 197. I was talking to Horvath earlier today. He said he was driving to bet MGM in Maryland to throw 500 on Washington. So congrats to Horvath. There you go, Horvath. Congrats to Horvath. The other thing is, this is the part of the uh, season where, like, if you're playing 2K, you're like, okay, I'm going to play every single game and I'm going to play it all out. And then you're like 15 and three and you're like, and then and you're like, fuck, I just wish the playoffs would start. And you sim it. And then so you sim it and then you watch the sim go and then you start losing games. And then you're simming this game against the Hawk and you see that the Hawks and then you see that they're starting to blow a lead and you're like, no, but fuck, no. And then you get the control back and you finish the game. And like, we're in the, we're in the sim part of the year, dog. Yeah, I get that. But then, so what are we doing here? Who fucking knows? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we're doing here. We are we are gathering as nomads, trying to just someone. We want to talk bucks. Good win, bad, good or lose. We want to talk about bucks. Plus, what I'm doing here is laying the groundwork so that in the postseason, when all these radio stations pretend to give a shit about the bucks and have their post games, everyone's already trained to come right here. I'll be here with you boys. Hey, uh, Tim. That- I want to make very clear what my what my modicum of success is. I don't care if I somehow make money off this thing. I don't care if it keeps me. All I care about is messing with the other stations. All I care about is causing mayhem and making them think. And I said this the other day, I think, but making them think, I thought we killed that bastard and he's still there. That is all I give a shit about. Well, I shout out to Matt the Falls that time when he called into the game and uh, dropped the, the Wings Things podcast on me. Yeah, and John Kuhn just blew past it like. Yeah, <laughs> that was a thing of beauty, though. Yeah. Hey, but so, Tim, so you feed, is it an actual dog that you feed the um Happy play stuff to her. Is it a cat? It's a dog. Okay. I was you sprayed it that. on his food, you right? Spray, spray it on her food. Yep. Okay. And that's, and that works. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. All right. I'm going to have to try that. We got, uh, we've slipped the dog. Uh, it's like clonazepam for dogs. It's too anxious, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to not, you know, drug the dog. So maybe some happy, happy handful do Oh, yeah. Go in there. Just grab, ask for the pet tincture. It works perfectly. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, I would love to talk uh, some Packers with you guys soon, but I'll save that for another day as this is a Bucks. Well, no, if you got something Packers. Well, I'm just disgusted. Yeah, they fucking suck. All right, I think that's good for now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That save that rant for another day, Bart. I'll hop on to YouTube, man. Yeah. All right, buddy. Bye. All right, um, Tim. I'm just going through the next couple days. Now, I did say that I, you know, I want to build a groundwork here. I do not plan 
on a Thursday night live for the Bucks Heat tomorrow. Tonight. Okay. Never. I don't plan on it. No. Thursday night is a very it's a very uh stinktimonious night, if that's the right word in this in this household. Tim, oh, I think you know why. Law and order night. Yeah. It's law and order night. We still didn't watch the Stabler one yet. Have you watched last week? I watched last week's SVU. I like this little Bronx thing that's happening. Yeah, I do too. It's different. It, it is. At yeah. first, I was a little, a little weary about it, but it's growing on me. Yeah. Um, Friday, are you down? Yeah, I'm. I'm ten at ten a.m. Ten a.m. So I think Friday, right? Yeah. Oh, Wisco Cheese says Tim can do a post game tomorrow. <laughs> Tim, you want to debut? What say you? <laughs> uh, we'll talk. I'll have my people call your people, and by me, my people, I mean Danny McGuire. I think that we should. So thir- Friday, Goody talks at ten, and we're either gonna do something as it happens or a post game presser in the morning. As, think, as some radio people would say, put a bow on the season. Yeah, we're gonna put a bow on the. Should I come to your place? Should we? Should we go? Should we go do this somewhere? Is McGuire's open? No. Should we go to Miller Park and do it? As we say goodbye to one season, we welcome another season. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk. Ooh. All right. Um, Ooh. So that's I have an idea. We'll talk. I'll talk to you. After. Well, I was just gonna come over. I have an idea. We'll talk after. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at my calendar. This is uh, real. I'm looking at my calendar. Okay. And I said I was going to do this last year. I got to go find the audio of this. But I put in my calendar, sometime after the Packers lost in the postseason last year, I, I said I'm putting in my calendar right now, January 15th, the top item there says it's hard to see. see. Yeah. It says massive disappointment because that's when I figured the Packers would lose <laughs> in the playoffs. Wow. Uh, but then Martin Luther King Day, the Bucks play at 1.30. I thought about ripping my son out of daycare and going to a game, but then I thought that's going to be a fucking disaster. So we'll do a post game Monday afternoon. In your calendar right now for 2024. January 7th. Just put in, put it, put that same thing, put that same note in. No, February 18th. Jordan Love, Super Bowl MVP. Okay, put that in. Put that in right now. Mm -hmm. Put it in. Absolutely. Well, that's all I got on the Bucks. I think we talked some Bucks. Let me just go through things real quick. 114 to 105. Giannis, triple double. Three points short, 10 assists, 19 boards, three for 10 shooting, not his best night. This was going to be a game where you thought in the second half, if they're going to win, they're going to need him, but it was Drew Holiday that stepped up. And that's, you know, that's almost good in a way. And I'm glad that this game was on ESPN tonight. And I'm glad it got some more eyeballs on Brooke Lopez because I think that Milwaukee and Wisconsin can try to bang the drum on Brooke getting the, uh, the defensive player of the year and all-star voting. And we can, we can try so hard. But what they need in this league is you need to be on national TV and you need fossils like Hubie Brown to say, oh, one time. You just need him to say, oh, I I, I think he's good. 
And then all of a sudden he's in the national conversation. That's all you need one time. So I'm glad that that game was on ESPN tonight. Although uh, Bucks Hawks without Trey Young and Chris Middleton. And it really looked like a disaster at first. Um, I can't believe Frank Kaminsky's still in the league, to be honest with you. Good for him, I guess. Him. Yes. Can you name the three teams Frank Kaminsky has played for? The Phoenix Suns, the Atlanta Hawks. The other one's easy. Jordan drafted him, dog. Oh, the Wizards. Think again. Charlotte. There you go. My bad. All right. Now here's the real here's the real test. All right. I will give you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? Uh, who? What am I doing? You're counting. Well, who? Just I, I have no idea. Give me three of the teams that Sam Decker has played for. Oh God, Houston. Mm-hmm. He played for the Bucks for about 15 minutes. No, right? he didn't. 15 minutes. Okay, fine. Never played for him. Uh, Houston, Washington. Um, wait, didn't did I say Phoenix for Kaminsky? You got Kaminsky's right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Decker, God, Houston, Washington. Um, they're not all NBA. Some are overseas. Oh God, I don't know any of those overseas. Houston Rockets, Rio Grande Valley Frankfurt. Vipers, Flippers, Frankfurt. Uh, Cavaliers, nice try. Wizards, Locomotive Kuban, Turk Telecom, Raptors, Bakashir Collegi, London Lions is where he's Liverpool. playing now. Liverpool? Close, London Lions. Okay. Which I think that would be cool. To play overseas? Like, if I could choose right now between Sam's career, if I could be Sam or Frank... I'd rather be Frank. He went to the Frank finals. went to NBA Finals. Yeah, lost. But Sam's traveled the world, you know. And it's one thing to like. I always want. I always thought that if you go overseas, it's like crazy because you don't know what the fuck's going on, and a lot of times you can't speak the language and stuff. But if you go overseas and you're a part of a team, oh, everything's taken care of for you, and you can really like enjoy it and. I, I think I think I think I'd rather have Sam's career at this point in the end in post college than uh, than Frank's. Plus, even though Sheboygan sucks, Sam grew up in Wisconsin and not Illinois. True, got true there, but give me Frank's. Frank is a Western Conference champion. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that is true. That is true. Um, we could talk the Brewers of an event coming up next week. Hey, uh, just real quickly, uh, Marquette won. Uh, yeah, do you have a breakdown? Yeah, no, because if you have Spectrum and live in Milwaukee, um, they don't you, have CBS Sports. You pretty much, unless you have the next package up, and a lot of people probably don't because you get pretty much all the sports channels on the package that you have, but CBS Sports is on that next package up. So if you have Spectrum in Milwaukee, you probably did not get the game. Oh, yeah. Also, Sam's married to Kevin Harlan's daughter. So there is your Marquette Gold update for tonight. 
My friend Colin wanted to hear about Marquette. Do you have any more to say, they, or you, you didn't they, see it? I, I know they won, and they looked good doing it once again. Another there upset. was a tweet. I don't know who the guy is because I don't know shit about Marquette, but someone was like, someone did a tweet. I'll find. I'll find who it was. Somebody did a tweet like, you know how everybody on Twitter now breaks down the film. Yeah. And they were like, I think it was Cameron Jones. They were breaking down the film, and they're like. Look at this well-executed play from Marquette. Two guys go here. This guy goes here. Then another guy cuts here. And then uh, if it was Jones or whoever it was, he goes, not going to lie, man. We were just hooping. It's like this guy spent so much time being like, this is the play they're running. And they just they just ran a bullshit play. Hey, speaking of college basketball, if um, UWM for the Horizon League tournament, we should, we should go. You and me. Okay, so I was thinking about this today. I was. I honestly – was where could the first round games be? Because in in Milwaukee, so the Horizon they're not gonna play Milwaukee. The Horizon League. Are you talking about the Horizon League tournament or the NCAA tournament? NC, where's the Horizon League tournament? Well, okay, so for the Horizon League tournament, up until the semifinals, they play it at the highest seated home court. When oh, I don't even want to wait that long. Like, I think we, I think we need to go to a game within the next three weeks. Oh, yeah, we can do that. But I'm just saying for the Horizon League tournament, if they make it to Indy, we should go. Oh, it's in Indy? Okay. Yeah. Where the, I, uh, the NCAA tournament, I don't think we have many close places. Well, I saw the them. mock to Birmingham today. Okay. If they're in Des Moines. I'm We're going. Oh, you're going. We're well, going. I'll go with you. Okay, we'll go. Road trip. Yeah, if they're in Des Moines. Wicked lives out there. We can stay with him and his nine kids. I'll stay in a hotel. I think we, I, where I would want to stay is, so I had my bachelor party in Vegas, like a real bro. Where I wanted to have it was Dubuque. I think Dubuque, Iowa is a cool-ass town. It's like on a hill and everything's weird as shit, but there's a casino there and a cool yeah. little downtown. Um, but they are in first place in the heart Yeah, so if it, we're going to think ahead. If they're in Des Moines, one hundred thousand percent. If they're in Birmingham, I've never been to Alabama. We could go. Okay. Where are the other locations? I'd have to see where the other locations I, are. You'll have to look up. I'm telling you, man. Media Day. I saw it in Bart Lundy. He knew this team could be good. Yeah. He knew they could be good. And all of a sudden, there are other news outlets now going to cover them. Well, the TV stations are going to cover him. Uh, Sparky's always going to cover him. I think him going on the game is kind of uh, bullshit because they don't care about him. No, they don't. They're just trying to kill time. Yeah. And they talked about an in and out in Nashville for half their day today. They were, I wanted to call, they were playing some sort of trivia game when I was listening. And I want, they were, there's someone, someone, no one could answer the question. And it was like, Name so and so and so and so. I wanted to call and say Bart Winkler and hang up. Why don't you? <laughs> if they do that again, then if, maybe I will. No, no, no. Sparky, Sparky did it on the fan thing. I oh, would. Yeah, I know. I'm at. I'm answering YouTube. Oh. I would like to see. Yeah, forget it. Let's just wrap it up. I'm gonna start saying shit I shouldn't. No, say it. <laughs> No, I'll I'll say one thing. I'll I'll say one thing about the radio. We bring up the game a lot. 
but good for them. Right now, if you're going to listen to sports talk, even if you like it or not, you're probably going to be like, all right, I'll go to the game. They have the Packers. They have the Badgers. How irrelevant does that make ESPN? I mean, I sit here and rip on the game, the game, the game. When do I ever talk about ESPN? No one talks about ESPN. They still run fucking greeny from 12 to noon. Or from 12 to 2. 12 to 2. You've got a you got a local station that evaporated overnight. How do you not have a time? How do you not like call me? Call anybody, call someone, say, do a show in this time slot. We're airing fucking greeny. So whatever. Yeah. Hire Bart. Then Bart can hire me. Done and done. I, I'll never, I'll never work for either of them. I'm an Odyssey man. I'm back at Odyssey. What do I care? I'm back at Odyssey. Yeah. Jerry says I've been giving Grant Bills a listen. Yes. Grant's fucking so good. I wish it would think I mean I could use do it on my phone when I'm in my car, but then I use my phone for other things too. Simulcast it. Every other fucking station in this state simulcast other shows. Get them in Milwaukee. Sorry. All right. That concludes tonight's episode of I don't know. Hey, yeah, that brewer event real quick. Are you going to go to that? No. When is that? This week? Next week? Oh, KJ says not only do you not have gout, he says, I hear you have pout. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. And with one. that, I'm out. Friday show, me and Horvat. Picks. And then Friday morning, we'll be on YouTube, me and Timmy. Undisclosed location. Good night. All right. See ya. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.